welcome to our show. It's the worst thing I've ever watched. And I'm Colleen. And I'm Helen. And this is a show where we, a pair of sisters, watch terrible TV, film, documentaries, what have you. You name it. We watch it. And then we break it down here. And we yes. hee hee and ha ha about it with you. A lot of hee heeing and ha haing <laughs> will ensue. <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> Thy willst heareth <laughs> mucho hee-heeing and hawing. Thy, thy... In thus programmeth. In thus programmeth that we doth present to ye. The Renaissance Fair is here and I'm very excited. I, like, um, the other day, the weather, I woke up in the morning Mm-hmm. And the You're weather like was maybe like 60, a, a balmy like 68 degrees. And I was like, it's, it's run fair weather. weather. <laughs> that was the first day that happened here where it was like 68 or 70. I was like, oh, it's run fair weather. Some of my friends and I want to dress up and go. I want to dress up oh either really slutty or like a drunken fool. You know how there's always like a silly man dressed as a watermelon or something like running around? Yeah, I love when people wear costumes that have nothing to do with the Yeah, like I want to just wear a costume honestly, from a totally different time period. Honestly, most people are not dressed like it would actually be the Renaissance. Most people are dressed sort of like a, a witchy biker yeah. push-up bra course it were actually the renaissance we would be wearing like muslin and burlap okay yeah and you wouldn't be wearing any like red or blue you would be a motherfucking surf you would not be making a wax hand (laughs) clothing would only consist of mainly natural dyed fibers yeah so anything like bright colored sorry this is some fiber nerd shit that i have Anyone who wears red to the Renaissance Festival, ugh, idiot. Inaccurate, unless <laughs> not you're not historically royal. accurate, bitch. Unless you're the royalty, I mean, or wealthy. You could be very wealthy. Yeah. yeah. That's um I was saying to someone at work the other day, we had coffee cups, but we didn't have any sleeves for them. And I was like, just because you have the hands of a lord, you've never worked a day in your life with your hands. Doesn't mean that I need to buy you something to hold between you and the cup just to protect your little dainty hand. I don't just don't think dig a hole. Go I dig a hole and then tell me if you need hot coffee when it's warm out. Yeah. And when it's anyway. cold out, I drink from a mug or like a tumbler, and then I don't need, you know, I don't really drink from like a paper coffee cup. Yeah, it's really only like when you're oot in a boot. Yeah. You know, when you're oot in a boot and you want to hit caffeine. Yeah. When people when people at my job want to drink um, the finest Folgers coffee that I brew for them. Oh, yeah. At the office, I never go there. I work from home. Yeah. When they do force me to go there, uh-huh. um, there's Folgers and they're always like, do you want some coffee? I and I'm like, no, bitch. no, I'm okay. And then I sneak out on my lunch break and go get an iced coffee from somewhere. Yeah. And then I return and they're like, oh, so you do drink coffee. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just not your shitty coffee, bitch it's ass. Not- <laughs> it's not your like freshly. $5 Folgers. Yeah. There ain't nothing freshly Folgers. ground about that, boo boo. Because yeah, I'll be like full. I'll be in the bathroom all day. <laughs> if I yeah. drink Folgers, I can't. 
I bought um, the Cafe Bustello because I think that's the better of the cheap coffees that you can buy in a big old tub. Coffee Bustello? Cafe Bustello, yes. That is but like when I worked animal. on that show that may or may not have been about Scientology with um, oh. some celebrities who may or may not have been in Scientology. Hey, did you have to sign an NDA? Is that why you can't say it? No, I just feel weird about it. I never know if I'm like allowed to say things or if I'm like going to be slandered. But basically, I worked on the Scientology show with Leah Remini and she insisted that she have Cafe Bustello. That was the coffee that she wanted the best specifically, which is very interesting because it literally costs like $8 for a giant ass like tub of it. So maybe that's the only like Scientologist approved one or something. Wait, are they not have caffeine? I found it very humanized. That's just Mormon. I was like, oh, she's like a normal person. She drinks the cheap coffee. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't Wait, know. more. Can Mormons have caffeine? I don't believe Mormons can. I believe Mormons abstain from most substances like, that could potentially alter your state of mind. And caffeine qualifies they, as one of those. I think they're sort of like pregnant women, though, where they can have like one cup. <laughs> they can't have yeah, like, or they might be able to have decaf. Yeah, they can have like some decaf, but they can't like go ham on the caffeine. I think it's kind of yeah, like that. Maybe. Merber. Anyways, here we are. Oh, some people get hella turnt in this episode. <laughs> yeah, they do. So this, okay, so very awkward. This was a show that I chose because, as we discussed in a previous episode, I don't know how Helen finds all these bad, amazing shows to watch, but apparently they're all on Tubi TV. <laughs> I found this show on Hulu because I was like, I'll just search through Hulu until I find something that looks probably bad, and the show that caught my eye this time was dating hashtag unfiltered or dating hashtag no filter I don't no even remember filter. no filter which just like anytime there's a hashtag involved in the name of a show I'm like great we're off to a horrible start already this is going to be yeah. very promising so the premise of the show according to Hulu is that it's real life dating like blind dates in real life and then they're watched and commented on by quote-unquote comedians yes who these comedians are are like the f-list comedians of los angeles like yeah i've never heard of any of these people and like i've heard of a lot of people in like the comedy scene in general like on the lower level like specifically because they're people who are like normal enough that right. I would like know of them so I have no idea who the fuck these people are and they were very non-offensive but they weren't particularly funny no there's some lines that are funny but it's like the gay guy and the girl were a good pair yeah and, they like were... every other pair I did like the two there were two girls there was like one girl that had like dark short hair yes and she was funny and they were making like funny like lesbian yeah humor and stuff See, I like the one guy his name is Ben and mm -hmm. he's like kind of the smaller guy he's with like the southern guy the southern white uh -huh. guy yeah but the other guy who I think is kind of funny his name is Ben um and he's funnier in some other episodes of this but in the first episode he's like meh yeah the first episode had great dates though so the yes. first the first girl that we meet I don't it's remember very LA yeah 
Just I don't remember any of the people's names. Oh, but... oh, I got you. <laughs> okay, I knew you would know. So the first girl is an entrepreneur, quote unquote. Yes. No idea what she does. She says she, quote unquote, operates several businesses, quote unquote. It's basically her parent, her dad. Her dad owned, is rich. Owns and, she... rich and bought her a couple little businesses for her to have. Yeah, and that she doesn't really seem to be very involved in the management or, like, operation of. But yeah, she does say her dad is, like, really rich. Her name is what? Lexi. Lexi. And the guy that she's with, his name is... In her intro... Oh, no, not David. In her intro, I just have to say a couple of the quotes. Yes. She describes herself as an L.A. girl out here doing my thing. And then she also describes herself as the Pocahontas version of Paris Hilton. Yes, which she later says that she's, um, she's a lot of things. She says like her Iranian. Dad, yeah, her dad is like Persian. Iranian. Yeah, but which is not Native American. Which I thought was so funny. Like one of the comedians, she's like, "Yeah, when they're on the date, she's like, yeah, I'm like Persian and Iranian, and, and then her my mom dad's like, from like so and so and wherever, and, and her mom is like Hungarian and German. So sh- there's no, yeah. And they're like, what about the Pocahontas element? Yeah, what about like, what about you makes you the Pocahontas? Because Pocahontas is not Persian. Yeah, like last time I checked, Pocahontas <laughs> is Native American. <laughs> but all right, okay, sis. I also like that it shows her just taking selfies of herself like Mm -hmm. in the intro like it shows them like doing what they like to do and like their hobbies and she's literally just taking pictures of herself yeah and she says obviously I have to go on a shopping spree before every date yes obviously before and then the guy that she is meeting up with I don't remember his name what is it he is named Sean with a U. And he is 27. He a works full in size security. Bed. Yeah, he has a full size so bed. It shows him like making his like full size bed. Yeah, and they roast and, like him arranging like, the pillows on it. Yeah, like, all like nice. Sean, you've got a full size bed. Like, you are not bringing any girls. You're not back. bringing anyone home for that. It's like a dorm room bed. <laughs> And he says that he wants someone who likes comics, you know, just like a cool girl who likes comics and Marvel. And she says, he's definitely very normal. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like he's either from like the Bay Area and moved to LA or he's from like the Midwest and moved to LA. Yeah. With some friends or something. Like a lot of people who live there. Yeah. Um, I love that like her... She says what she wants. She's like, when I show up on this date, he better be six foot seven to seven feet tall and drive a Lamborghini. And he better own his own company. And you want a Martian? So you want a man from like Mars? Yeah. You want an alien? Yeah, they were like seven feet tall. That's very rare. She wants someone seven feet tall. That's very rare. And there's like some basketball. Oh, one of the comedians says, so you want a Laker? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's Laker. like, yeah, I want a seven foot tall guy who drives a Lamborghini and is rich. It's so you want to marry one of the Lakers. Being seven feet tall is rare. And sometimes it's a condition. 
well, um, it probably makes your life extremely hard because you can't walk through almost yeah. any doorway and like traveling on a plane or like sometimes it's like Marfan syndrome or there's another syndrome people have. There was a TLC show about this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's why I know my Some super tall are. life. There was that one show about the tall girl. Yeah, she was a spinoff of the uh, the tall people show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's rare. Um, but there are people who are like six, seven plus, but it's not all like fun. I mean, they have. How do you 69? Four... Yeah. And they, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's one concern, but also like driving a car and not like fitting like your head. Yeah. Like fitting in there. The you have it's to get so a annoying. sunroof. You drive with your head out the sunroof. Like, yeah. like, why is she specifically seeking that out? I think she just wants someone really tall because she like equates masculinity and like yeah success and money and yeah like she she doesn't actually know how tall humans are no she doesn't actually understand how height works and she also like has obviously modified her appearance a lot she is a pretty girl but like you can tell when you look at her face that not all of it is real I also think that she has had liposuction probably I could see that happening I didn't I don't remember looking at um her body in that context because I was just it like seems like someone who would have for no like without needing it or like a needs liposuction some, but it seems like she yeah. would would have done it I don't know some people it's will different. do it so like a thing that's really popular specifically in LA that I know because of like Brazilian butt lifts and stuff is that they will like take liposuction the liposuction fat out of like where your tricep is kind of mm. and they'll put it in your face Ooh. to like plump your like cheeks and stuff yeah and then or they'll put it in your ass so they'll like liposuction your arms and like your waist and then they'll put it in your ass to like give you the donkey oh our sister our sister is a medical professional and she did say that like brazilian butt lifts are some of the grossest they're so dangerous too so many people die scary and like icky so it's really hard to recover from because like you have to sit on your ass and like you can't yeah how do you sit you can't i think it's important to point out that the show gives me the energy of a vh1 show in the early 2000s because that is parental control or something yes that's like a format of or next i think that might have been mtv but like that genre of show is like one of my favorite original like trashy shows to watch like Like, cheaters yeah the one the one on um it's randomly on the other day and i was watching it (laughs) the one that was like couples would go on maybe it was like back with the ex or whatever you were saying but it used to be it was like an early 2000s vh1 one i think and it was like they would go to a hotel and they would be surprised with their ex and then like their new partners would be watching them on like secret camera feed and they would like get in the hot tub and like make out and fucking stuff and their partners would be like how could you do this to me yeah i remember that shit classic this show does seem like that but kind of it this show also seems like um what's it called is it blind date that they brought back recently as well that's very similar to this i think i know what you're talking about yeah blind date is like racier yeah instead of having comedians or something it has like the funny things are just in like the corner yeah or no it's like a narrator too Mm, yeah and they brought that back recently and i think that is on mtv or vh1 or something but this one is originally an e show yeah oh weird yeah and it does this weird thing when they're getting to the dates 
where they film themselves like selfie style talking to the camera being like i'm so excited for my date but the cameraman films them filming themselves first and then they cut to the footage like from their selfie camera so it's so awkward i was like i don't know why they need to include that shot when it's clear we understand how a selfie works like we know that they're yes. filming themselves i don't need it's to a see lot of that like, themselves. weird double thing where it's like currently you and i are talking about how we watched comedians watch first dates yeah com- and we're making commentary on and their commentary making commentary and then people on the date are also making commentary on their date. Yeah, there's a lot of, it's very meta. Yeah, there's a lot of layers of commentary about events that are very uh, mundane. Yeah. Not much happens. Yeah, really not. She, Lexi, and what's his name? Go on. Sean. I thought you said Ron for a second. I was like, hold up, wait, what? (laughs) Wait, what? Not not serving Ron energy. (laughs) Ron energy is a very specific type of energy. Yeah. And he has Sean energy with a U. He does have big Sean. With an S-H-A-U-N. Big Sean energy. And he's really a nice guy. guy. And so they go, they go to a skating rink because as established in the shots of getting to know Lexi, she has figure skates in her closet and she's a pretty good mm-hmm. figure skater. And when they get there, Olympian. exactly, they <laughs> discovered that she was a junior Olympian and they're like talking about what they do. First of all, when he shows up, you can see her face like fall because he's not six feet tall. He's 5'11". <laughs> they do like the little height measure thing. Yeah. Whoever edited did in a post and it says like 5'11 as he's walking in. Yeah, you could like see her face fall. And then they're talking about like, oh, what do you do? And she's like, I own a few different companies. And he goes, oh yeah, I work in private security. And she literally goes, (laughs) 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 it was so awkward. So then we cut to the gay couple, which I have to say, I love that this show is inclusive, like, and it has all the types of, like, pairings. There actually is a couple, I don't know if they're still together, Mm -hmm. Um, on another episode, two women go on a date, Mm -hmm. and I think they're still together, or they at least were together for, like, a year or so after this, which is pretty impressive. That is. So So I like that they have a lot of different couples on here. Yeah. So this guy, I know his name, David, is the first guy that we meet. And I love that he's like, he literally is like, I'm like a stereotypical West Hollywood gay. And it shows pictures of him in a leather harness. Yeah. (laughs) And then at the gym. And he's like, yeah, I go out like every night. Like, you're not doing the voice. He randomly sounds like Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) My name is David and I'm a flight attendant. Oh yeah, he's a flight attendant. And Which, no, you know he's like getting it on the regular with people from like Sweden. Oh, he's like, like cruising Mumbai. in Paris for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He's like doing the like world. No shame in the game, honey. But no, no, no shame. Use protection. Like, use protection. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Just use protection. Um. So he and the other guy <laughs> meet in an alley. And he's like, <laughs> they go to meet in an alley and he's like, 
I don't really meet, I don't normally meet guys in alleys. And one of the commenters goes, yes, you do. Yeah, like, yes, you do. <laughs> so he and his date, who I don't remember his name. Tyrone. He's, Tyrone. He's so Tyrone cute. seems very sweet. He's I, so yeah, sweet. I really like and him. And he's really cute. And so they go to do like aerial gymnastics, like stuff or whatever. Like Tyrone Cirque place. Yeah. And David like wants Tyrone to like take his shirt off. It's really, that and part Tyrone is like, like um, David's not really my type. Yeah. Tyrone is a little overwhelmed by David being so overbearing like very he he's very outgoing yeah which and he wants fun. to like be touching on Tyrone but yeah like, but really... he's very touchy and that and was like, like I need to work up to that just like a little bit yeah and he gets uh he hands Tyrone a little gift that he brought him mm-hmm. and it's just some like men's tight legging like dance leggings and you That's know like, he gave him that. So he can out the package. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he was wearing the gray sweatpants and he was yeah. like, there's a part where he's on the aerials and there he's wearing the gray sweatpants and his PP gets trapped between yeah. the aerial soaks and it's like, doing. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the uh, comedians, I forget who, says, oh, he's got some VPL, visible penis line. Yes. <laughs> and they get on those like big balls that are good for your back or whatever and they're like gay guys playing with balls yeah and then david David pops pops it and he falls like he just immediately that looked kind of like it hurt (laughs) yeah he that was embarrassing as hell Um, oh wait wait. i did write down something really funny that i forgot to mention when uh they enter the place the instructor is hilarious he's having so much fun with this like yeah like teasing them he's just having a lot of fun but as they enter the guy is doing kind of like an up dog like stretch and he goes Uh hello boys (laughs) (laughs) hello (laughs) clarice so then we cut back to um lexi and sean and Lexi is literally just saying, oh, my God, to yeah, everything. Ice skating and they're doing everything. And he says, oh, my mom. They're talking about their families a little bit. Yeah. And he says, oh, my mom is 70, but like she looks amazing. Like, oh she's my God. Awesome. And oh she my says, God. oh, my God, what does she do? Does she eat vegetables? Yeah. She's like, does like, she drink a lot of water? Does she eat vegetables? And he's like, yeah, she eats. I mean, she's a good cook. She eats vegetables. She's like very active. And she's like, oh, vegetables. I need to start doing that. <laughs> yeah. And the people commenting are like, you just what? talked about your moms for like 20 minutes and how <laughs> old they were. Like, that's not a hot date. About. <laughs> so then we cut back to um, the gays and <laughs> they take their tops off. And David, like, is grabbing Tyrone's grabbing like nipples. He, he cups a feel of his like peck. And then he like grabs his nipple like as he's leaving his chest. I hated it. And they're so sweaty. It was so uncomfortable. It was like very like you could tell Tyrone was like, please stop like grabbing my nip. Like you're yeah, gonna that, get off my tit. That seemed very creepy. I really didn't like that David did that. I was like, no. man, you gotta keep it in your pants a little bit. 
and like he keeps he's doing that thing he can like bend backwards like he's doing the matrix move and that's yes. like the one move he can do so he, he keeps loves like that. bending backwards to show yes. it off that he's like so flexible that's his showstopper he does you know that he does that like every bar he enters yes. <laughs> oh yes that's how he gets the guys to bed and yeah. they're like talking he's like oh yeah like I don't know I go out a lot like you know I go out on the weekend of course there's like you know thirsty Thursday um taco Tuesday musical Monday <laughs> which is so funny because that is very true and I will say having lived not in West Hollywood but in Hollywood they do go out like every night not everyone obviously that's like a very blanket stereotype but, like a lot of a lot of the people who live in WeHo will like go out every night how do they pay for it it's so expensive well I mean if you have like a high-paying job you can do it in LA but I mean I never had a high-paying job so I could never do that I don't even have a high-paying job in Ohio so let's yeah same so oh he, face? David, he David takes Tyrone to a sausage restaurant because that's how they go to the like sausage factory yeah they go to the sausage factory and David gets a rattlesnake and rabbit sausage which is disgusting and they're sitting there having drinks and David like chugs is like to the bottom of his drink and Tyrone's is like partially at the top and he's like oh do you drink a lot and he's like oh no not really and David's like oh well I definitely drink like almost all the time (laughs) and then he asks if he um is out to his family or not and he's like you want to know something really embarrassing he's like I've never been to pride and David's like you've never been to pride this year I went to nine (laughs) I love that he went to nine prides yeah I'm like you had to travel he had to travel for that that was not just like like every city in California maybe yeah (laughs) probably and like over maybe over into like Arizona or something too yeah like Vegas and then the the waitress brings them a shot of bitters to take like Bundaberg bitters or whatever to take at their meal. Yeah. And David literally just grabs it and shoots it like immediately. And Tyrone is like, um, okay, I guess we'll do them now. And he takes the shot. Then he goes, danger, danger. (laughs) I love (laughs) Danger. So funny. Danger. (laughs) And then I loved that. They're that like, David's so like, can you dance? And he's like, you like, can you twerk? Like, I can twerk. And then they're like twerking with each other for a minute. Yeah. And uh, David is terrible at twerking. He does like that white man twerk where, where his whole body is moving. Yeah. He just moves like his legs a lot. Yeah. There's no like butt. But then Tyrone is like amazing at it. <laughs> he's like very yeah. good very he was very good he understood the principles exactly yeah at the end of their date Tyrone goes in his interview he's like I know he's gonna be a great friend friend yeah he's like a great friend (laughs) he really wants to establish the boundary after the nipple grab and the sausage yeah (laughs) seriously 
And then meanwhile, to like help me kind of make more, maybe make more gay friends. Yeah. Right. I was like, like, maybe they could be friends for sure. Definitely. Or I mean, they could probably like fuck around a little bit and like, yeah. And David's like, oh, he's not really my type, but I had a good time. (laughs) I had a good time. (laughs) Um, Then meanwhile, Lexi and Shawan go to the Shangri La in Santa Monica, which ironically I went to with our uncle Brian one time. Really? And got very drunk on the roof and talked to a very rude man who I think we made him buy us a drink. But anyway, it was very fun. Yes, and I've been there. You made him? <laughs> I don't remember. We met this guy who was very rude and we talked to him for a few minutes and I don't remember how that conversation ended other than Uncle Brian and I both turning to each other and being like, ugh, after the guy like left. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, they go there, and it's like a rooftop bar, and I don't know if Lexi says this. I think she does. She goes, are you hungry? I'm so hungry. Yeah. And then she wears, she says she wore her dress that she can't sit down in. Yes, and then one of the comedians is like, girl, you, I believe that you're hungry, because there's no way you're going to eat anything in that dress. Yeah. And she has this purse that's like round and covered in chain mail. And she says earlier that on Jenner? that it's like the mm-hmm. one that Kylie Jenner has. And he says, oh, I really like your purse. And she says, thanks. It's the one Kylie Jenner has, but mine is better. <laughs> Which like no explanation as to why it's better other than like it's I think, hers. I think it's better because it's maybe like the more expensive version or something. Maybe. I feel like it's like Balenciaga or it's some designer makes those stupid it's round a completely things. impractical purse yeah you can't fit your phone in that it's round that you can't fit a wallet in that you could maybe put it like standing straight up but i feel like it's just one of those bags one, you throw random shit in and it's just all like one random. credit card in there yeah i guess that's all you need when you're rich it has a dad's <laughs> credit card in there exactly yeah, yeah and they're talking and she says that she goes on about her grandma and she's like yeah she's well first she says my grandpa went to like war (laughs) you're like okay what war she said like war and then she says yeah and my grandma married nine guys from Rikers Island she's the sweetest woman she just really likes thugs (laughs) and he's like what the fuck he was taking a sip of his drink and almost spat it out he was like his eyes got so big, but he's so nice. He was trying to be polite about it. He was just like, so she really likes thugs. Yeah. And she goes, um, did <laughs> she was saying that she likes to go where she likes to go out. She likes to go to catch and SLS, which are like catch is, is very well known and celebrities and rich people do go there but it's like low-key like so basic for rich people that I feel like it's a joke and SLS is like this like shitty Beverly Hills hotel that like I guarantee you is not a cool place to hang out yeah and I loved that uh he asked her so I bet you meet a lot of guys at like clubs yeah and she was like oh yeah definitely <laughs> he was like yeah definitely exactly yeah that's where I meet guys he really he was like I nicely asked not yeah he's like I'm not into yeah. that he's like you're hot but that's no not that's her. not what I'm about 
and he asks if she wants a family or if she's close to her family like if she likes kids and stuff and he he gently asks it he's not like hey you want to make babies he's just like yeah he's like how you you feel about yeah what what's your like life goals and she said she would rather have a chihuahua farm yes she would rather have a chihuahua farm than a baby and he was like okay he was like so to be a chihuahua breeder or like yeah or like not just a chihuahua farm right like how 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 are all these chihuahuas getting to this farm (laughs) they're not like grazing around like cows it's not like a cow farm yeah like chicken farm are are like feeding them or rescuing them or like just having a lot of chihuahuas of your own which i'm pretty sure there's a limit to how many animals that you can have and it's usually like six yeah there's like a limit to how many you can have in a certain amount of space so Mm -hmm. if you have a farm like you can breed animals but you need to have like i think breeders can have a certain amount of puppies and stuff around but then they the the dogs are under a certain age right and they they have to get gone by like a certain time yeah i think so so i don't really know how a chihuahua farm would feasibly work it just doesn't seem like it's a real thing it is not i think she doesn't understand how the world works she doesn't understand how human uh skeletal structure (laughs) structure works he yeah, certainly does not understand how uh breeding dogs works <laughs> no there's a lot of things that i think she doesn't understand yes so uh, no one found love on this episode no. it was over hashtag no filter but on the second episode a girl says before every date she has to pick up a wine glass with her toast so you is tell me girl, is that the girl who does like foot stuff on she's like, like she wants to be naked all the time oh yeah no she's the nudist i forgot yeah 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 so that's that it was i enjoyed it i enjoyed watching it and i watched yeah. the second episode of my own volition it's a good easy just fun shitty watch you know yeah it it does give me the nostalgia of like watching those mtv or like vh1 yeah. shows in the summer like when we were like tweens it's better than Blind Date. The reboot of it's better than the reboot of Blind Date. I will say that because I have watched yeah. both. And I would say it was on par with that um, one where they dress up as terrifying animals and go on Sexy dates. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was on par, on par with that. Yeah. A little less sweaty than that one. Far less sweaty. <laughs> and the people were. I feel like um, on Sexy Beast, everyone had to be really fucking weird. And yeah. on this show, some of them are normal and some of yeah. them are really fucking weird. Yes, it, it is a good mix of just kind of normal people that live in L.A. and then really weird people who live in L.A. Yeah, of which there are a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. Again, <laughs> Not the worst, not the worst. Yeah. I would give this like a five. I'd give it a five out of ten for badness. Yeah. yeah, for badness. And for like enjoyment. Like it goes, it goes a little bit farther up the scale because I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it goes down the scale because it wasn't as bad. So I would say like a five. Yeah, maybe a four realistically, because it was not so awful. It was definitely yeah. not as painful as Wartime Farm or Bingo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those were so much worse yeah this is just like a light easy kind of guilty pleasure 
shitty yeah. reality. Mostly watch. like I want to watch people who are weird and mm-hmm. laugh at their idiosyncrasies and yes. why they would never make a good couple. Yes. And then everyone kind of people don't feel like that shitty in this one. Yeah. At the end, they're kind of like, eh, didn't work out, whatever. And I like that energy where it's not the end of the world. It's just kind of a fun experience. Yeah. It's not like The Bachelor or anything when like when they leave, they're like, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. And the finale. I was in love with him. They've been dragging out that finale for like three weeks. And the finale finale is finally tomorrow. So. Wow. Well, you'll have to tell me all about it because I do not. I do not watch. Yeah. But we should do an episode on The Bachelorette. Um, Bachelor. Well, it's almost over, but Bachelor in Paradise is coming up soon, which oh, we could- yeah, we can do that one. I like being that's the, messy. That's the best one. Yeah, that's the best. It's so messy. Yeah. Well, things to look forward to this season on The Worst Thing I've Ever Watched. And it's almost spooky season, so... Get ready for all of the horrible Halloween content. Get ready for a scare. You will be <laughs> In the words of Mr. R.L. Stein. <laughs> oh, there! I did find an R.L. Stein sponsored movie that Ooh. came out in like 2015. And it's like a teen Goosebumps movie. And I think we should Ooh, watch it. Maybe we should. Guess what it's on. Halloween yeah. is gonna go a little longer than Halloween, perhaps, because there's no Thanksgiving movies like Thanksgiving yeah, is the awkward like holiday between yeah. Halloween and Christmas. And I feel like we should just like go whole um, hog, like ham on the Halloween and Christmas. Guess view. what the RL Stein movie is on though? What streaming service? Ruby TV. We really do ads for them. <laughs> we should. Maybe like after a while we can approach them and be like, hey, sponsor me to be TV. Hey, we watch a lot of your shit content. <laughs> and we're making it potentially enticing for people to view. So <laughs> yeah. give me money. Give me the loot. Yes. We've been playing this game. This is neither here nor there. We'll wrap up <laughs> in a moment. We've been playing this game called Far Cry. And when you play video oh, games that. and you like search people's bodies or whatever, it always says loot. And so anytime yeah. I loot them, I say, give me the loot. Like that <laughs> um, Notorious B.I.G. song. <laughs> nice. <laughs> give me the loot. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, Halloween is coming up next. Next week, we will be getting the Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Very scary. I apologize to everyone that I just started her on that. <laughs> yeah, especially because like I don't know the words. I was just making. I don't either. Very scary. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they. I I just know that it's like, this is Halloween. Say, this is Halloween. Everybody, something screaming, and then the Halloween jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, oh, we, oh, oh my God. There's so many Halloween movies. I just thought about Halloween Town and Halloween Town High and I got Ooh. so excited. You should definitely do one of those. Oh, the original Halloween Town's so good. What about Twitches? And Twitches too. Twitches too? Man. There's gold. There's so much gold. Gold. You'll have to tune in to find out what we choose because yes. whatever Stay- we choosey is gonna be a doozy. Oh no. <laughs> I'm, 
time to go. This is where we stop before it goes off the rails and Helen wants to unalive me. <laughs> unalive. Well, tune in next week for more of the worst thing I've ever watched and more tomfoolery, shenanigans, hijinks, hee-hees and ha-has <laughs> for Helen and I. Yes. And we'll see you then. In the meantime, do whatever. Live your yeah. life. I don't know. It's not my job to tell you what to do with uh, your time. I mean, live your life. Yeah, like, have, a, uh, have a good yeah. one. Like T.I. and Rihanna told us yeah. in 2008. Hey, 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 hey. So I am gaining that paper. <laughs> I, I started it again. Oh, no. I can't mention any song. Because I'm a paper chaser. But she never knows words. She knows like two words of every song that's ever existed. And then she'll just sing those and then fill in the rest with weird noises. <laughs> I love how accurately you just described <laughs> what I literally do every time and just played out in real time right here because I didn't know the words. I knew it was you knew that one line. Bunches, uh, <laughs> you remembered that line with nothing else. You just filled it with noises. <laughs> what song? It's just like Jimmy the people. That song is that by Hootie and the Blowfish? I don't know who that's by. No, it's Uncle Cracker. That song that goes "Give me the people and free my soul." I thought he said "Give me the people and free my soul." Yeah, I believe that's Uncle Cracker and someone else. It's like a featuring one of those featuring. Oh, let me take me away. I'm more confused. I want you to know that I would give it your song. Rhythm and rhyme and harmony. Oh, like oh, something they say. Oh. <laughs> give me the beat, a free mouth. Oh, I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally crying. <laughs> I'll never forget the day that you told me I'd been singing that song wrong for like 10 years. Yeah, and I just let it happen. Yeah. Um, one of my coworkers, when they were like a tween or whatever, they made a remix of um What a Wonderful World that just said. I see trees of green, red roses too, red roses too, red roses too. <laughs> and I think to myself, red roses too. <laughs> oh my God. Kids have the weirdest brains. They really do. I was like, bro, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. Why? Yeah, but why? I don't know. Don't even know. 
kids think things from they they get from a to z like the weirdest way (laughs) how did you get there (laughs) the creative mind of the child (laughs) before society beats it out of us it's sad red roses do (laughs) i see them bloom And that's I always, to myself. That's always like everywhere when we were kids. <laughs> like that version. Played everywhere? Yeah, that version. Who sings that? Isn't it Louis Armstrong? That version of it? I thought it was more modern than that. Like, oh, wait. Are you talking about the one that has the ukulele on it? No, there's that one too. I was like, <laughs> are you talking about the one with the ukulele that they played at our uncle's funeral that I literally cannot hear without crying? I thought that was uh, Over the Rainbow. It's a combo of oh. World Over the Rainbow. And that's why it's so sad because it's like two of the yeah. most beautiful, sad ass songs ever. And that's the time when like mashups were like really remember you that was when mashups like first came out you had a cd in the car that you would play ice cream paint job (laughs) ice cream paint job it was uh it was like disney mashup songs it was disney mashup songs with like rap my friend jill made that for me it was she was like i specifically love these i think they're so funny and they're so good they're really funny, but they're not good. But yeah, what was the ice cream? It was like ice ice cream paint job. What song? What I don't song? remember. Like, bippity, I think it was bippity boppity boo. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird, but it, it was, was funny so at the time. There were awesome. some of them that I liked. At like six, that was the year we had to wake up at like six. We had to get to school at like by seven. Yeah, because I took the early birds. So yeah. Sleep through the whole thing. And I had like English class at like 7 a.m. And yeah. you would play that in the car in the morning and I would want to die. <laughs> yeah, you would have the volume up so high. It'd be like, <laughs> great job. <laughs> Just me thriving off of torturing the poor souls. Yeah. In the Subaru, good times. Oh, God. The champagne Subaru. With the champagne Subaru whip in the drive. No more songs. Someday you will drive me. (laughs) (laughs) No more songs. Make it stop, everyone. Save me. I think we need to end. Yeah, we just have to stop. I can't stop at this point. It's late. It's late enough at night that it's just going to keep getting worse. Yeah, it's going to get worse. With the champagne Subaru in the drive. (laughs) remember when that uh car broke down on the highway because the oil was never changed and that man had to push us to the side of the road and we were wearing high heels because we were going to the opera and our dad had to come pick us up off the highway i forgot we were going to the opera which adds a weird level to this that i forgot but But yeah we're in a hurry because we were like we're going to the opera and the car broke down and we're going to be late are you forgetting that it caught on fire (laughs) It didn't catch on fire. It, it smoked. Smoke. It was sparking it and smoking. Oh, I think it was it's a, a different time. Experience. One time I had a flat tire, but I was so close to getting to school. Yeah, you were like, I'm just going for it. I just went for it. And I was like, I'm so, I'm, I, I was, I mean, less than a mile. 
but then yeah. the uh, tire caught on fire. Helen! It caught on fire because it was like burning. Yeah, because it was, it was like, your burning the rubber. <laughs> I was so close and I didn't want to get stuck on the highway. I was yeah, like, I would have just gone too. Like I one just gone minute for there. It. Yeah, I so, would have just gone for it. Uh, yeah, and then I had to pull over and then dad had to come uh, help me. And then he was, he was like, like Helen, why did you do this? No, he really like was fine. And then he was just like, do you want to go to Bob Evans? I don't feel like going back to work yet. <laughs> and you were like, absolutely, I do. Yeah, I don't feel like going back to school Take me yet. to Bob's, dad. I'm ready to go to Bob's. Bob we Evans. Went, we just went to Bob Evans and then I didn't go to school until like 11 a.m. You're like, great. <laughs> what a real one. Stan was like, let's just go play hooky. I don't want to fucking do this today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, cool. Cool. So, and then he, he put the spare tire on my car and then I drove with the spare tire like all the way home and stuff and it was like this tiny little tire yeah the like inner tube or whatever yeah it was like totally not good to drive on but you live to tell the tale mm-hmm. I survived oh indeed oh indeed <laughs> okay well that's it folks this is it it's really it it's it for now. That's it. It's happening. It's over. This episode is done. <laughs> I can't quit you. <laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I think I should watch it. Should I... we watch Brokeback Mountain? Like maybe we should. It's I've never seen though. it. Yeah. I think there. I would rather. I think we should watch a Nicholas Spark movie. Yes. Uh, and I think that would be maybe funny. the one with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, the last song and Liam Hemsworth where they fell in love. Yeah, before he became an alcoholic and broke her heart. Anyway, whatever. No more singing, please. That's why I'm telling. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you this has to end. So now. <laughs> Okay, thank you everyone for listening. This has been the worst thing I've ever watched. If you made it this far, thank you and congratulations. <laughs> you are a survivor. Um, Gold medals all around. I was just about to start singing a Destiny's Child song, but I'm not going to do it. And I know which one I'm going to say. <laughs> See you next week. It was one of the first karaoke songs that we ever karaoke'd, including I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Oh yeah, that was we did that one all the time. The grosses had that karaoke machine. Yeah. And I used to sing I will survive in a British accent because I thought it was so funny. No one yeah. else thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Makes well, sense. What will we do next? Who knows? What but will we do next? You'll to have find to find out next week to find out. And I will never sing again. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You just did it. <laughs> that was singing. <laughs>